Hello and welcome to day two, session two of the 2022 Women's History Month Summit. This summit features 10 dynamic speakers over this whole entire week. And I am your host, Charvette Mitchell, marketing coach and marketing consultant. And I work with high achieving women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in uh, to enable them to uh, present themselves and position their expertise with a polished visual brand, increase visibility with speaking opportunities, build authority as a published author, and convert more customers with social media and content marketing. And I do that in a couple of ways with my signature group coaching program called the Platform Builder Program, one-on-one consulting, and events. And guess what? We're going to get started with session two day two right here uh, for the Women's History Month Summit. We're going to get started in 60 seconds. Welcome again. Welcome to day two, session two of our Women's History Month Summit. I'm super excited to have all of you that are joining us live. Listen, wherever you are uh, watching and participating in this summit, go ahead and comment, comment. Let us know that you're here. you You can also let us know where you're watching from, where you are participating from. We'd love to shout out and give your comments some shine up on the screen. So we invite you to participate and engage with us throughout this entire summit. Listen, the virtual studio is packed. My first guest is here. Our first speaker, Tanya Sloans, is here. Listen, her topic, are you a member of a girl group? The importance of having healthy sister circles along the journey to career success as an employee or entrepreneur. But listen, following up right behind that, we have Dr. Tamara Diaz, and she is with us as well. Her topic is affirming your authority how to own your expertise as an entrepreneur. Uh, So we know that this is going to be amazing. Again, welcome to those that we see coming on in already. YouTube, shout out to my sister Kim and Deborah hanging out over on YouTube. Hello, Miss Lee. Thank you for being here from Mechanicsville, Virginia over on LinkedIn. Hello, Valerie, hashtag platform builder. She's checking in. Let's see here. Who is checking in from New York? All right, Pat is checking in from New York. Listen, we can't do without my mom. Hey, Betty Jean, Stanley jo- Stanley Mitchell. Uh, we're glad to have you. Dr. Jackie, thank you for checking in and all of those that are joining us. Listen, we want to give a shout out to the sponsors for tonight. The sponsors for tonight. Uh, let me uh, just share a little bit of a message from our sponsors. 
You might have 99 problems, but access to courses to uplevel your business ain't one. Let me introduce Radiant Course Bundles. Until March 17th, I've joined forces with 26 other coaches and consultants, and I'm offering you the best deal I'll be offering all year long. Lifetime access to 27 business-specific e-courses, tools, templates, and all for $99. Listen, the total value is over $5,000. You want to get in on this deal, grab it before it ends. All right. And literally, it is something crazy. I don't even know why I decided to, to join this project and do it and throw in an amazing course. But you want to grab that $99 deal one time, one, $199, and you get lifetime access. So, all right. So let's get ready to jump on in. Listen, hello, uh, Ms. Harmon, checking in from Wisconsin all, all the way on YouTube. Hello, Penny, hashtag platform builder over on YouTube. Hello, Frida on YouTube. Marilyn is in the house. Uh, so, so glad to see all of you. My sister Kim, again, is shouting out for everyone. So let's get started. I'm bringing up to the mic Bringing up to the virtual stage, our first speaker right now, Tanya Sloans. Welcome to the summit. Good evening, Charvette. I am so glad to be with you this evening. Oh my goodness. So listen, we got we to gotta just give them the tea already because I am wearing some of your merch like yes. I did this on purpose. Yes. Um, so like I, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, but tell them the name of this piece. Yes. Well, um, Charvette is rocking the pearl cash necklace. It is the hottest selling accessory that I carry in my pearl accessory boutique for, for career women called powerandpearlsboutique.com. We are connected. We're a high achieving women connected, yeah. you know, because you see the pearls. <laughs> All right. I love it. Um, and so tell our audience and those that are, are here participating in the summit a little bit about your background and a little bit about, you know, what you're doing now. Absolutely. Um, I am a dual career professional, originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've been here in Washington, D.C. for the past 20 years. Um, I work as an attorney for Congress, but the thing that I am most passionate about is my company, Power Woman Enterprise, where I um, pretty much provide tools and um, encouragement for women to maximize their career potential. Most of my time nowadays is spent in my pearl accessory boutique, powerandpearlsboutique.com, which you can see is what's holding uh, Charvette and I together this evening on camera. <laughs> listen, listen, and my mother is already saying, I need that, I need that necklace. I need that necklace. <laughs> I try All to take right. it from you. Mama Mitchell, I got to hook you up. I got to hook you up. <laughs> We're going to hook you up. All right. Well, I am going to step out of the way and allow you to jump right on into this topic. Are you a member of a girl group? And uh, take it away. Thank you for being uh, a speaker here tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Charvette, for this opportunity to share um, to today on International Women's Day, but especially in this month of Women's History Month. This month, we have got to talk about and celebrate the successes that we as women have accomplished throughout the centuries and barriers that we are continuing to break today. All of us women um, often seek career success. We seek it 
And there are a couple of things that we talk about all the time when we talk about achieving career success. We talk about the training that we need. We talk about the education. We talk about the experience. But tonight, I want to talk about one of the key factors in career success, and that is you being a member of a girl group. Now, um, I know what you're thinking. Um, Tanya, are you saying that being a member of a girl group means that I need to sing? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that being a member of a girl group means that you are a woman who has connected yourself with the group of women as a means of personal enjoyment and as an, a secret weapon to help you advance your career and find success. You know that when we talk about career success, often people talk about having an amazing network, individuals that you can call on for support when you're looking for a particular job. Some That person may formally be known as a mentor. You may have a coach. You may have a sponsor, but an equal um, member of that group of individuals that you need to seek out is your personal girl group. Why, Tanya? Why do I need to be a member of a girl group? Because we all know that career success takes many things. One of the things that I want to focus on tonight is the emotional component that cannot be ignored on the path to career success. It doesn't matter whether you are someone's employee or if you are an entrepreneur, but on your road to career success, there will be a range of emotions that you experience. Hopefully, a lot of those emotions are positive, that you feel um, accomplished when you cross a particular goal off your list. Hopefully is that you're feeling inspired, um, that pushes you toward actually achieving your specific goals. I hope that we are experiencing happiness, but we can't just focus on the positive. Often there are negative emotions that we, that we may experience. What about disappointment? What about when we put ourselves out there to get a particular promotion and we don't actually get it? Disappointment is one of those emotions that we feel. What if we've been studying and studying for years to take the medical school entrance exam and our test scores are just not what we expected them to be? You can feel like a failure. Those negative emotions that we experience have to be dealt with. And I would argue that the range of emotions that you feel, yes, could be um, addressed by chatting with a member, uh, with a mentor. Yes, could be addressed talking to your coach. But what I have found to be the most helpful place to land in dealing with the emotional parts of my career journey is rolling up on my girls. Now, your girl group is your network of friends, your personal crew, the girls that you call to hang out, uh, the women you go to church with, the women you pray with, but the women that are just a part of your life. Um, you often pick the members of your girl group. 
I can tell you that I'm a member of a couple of girl groups, so to speak. I have my girls uh, from Milwaukee, my hometown. We've been friends uh, for 30 years. I have girls that I went to college with. Um, I have sorority sisters. Uh, there are women from my church that I hang out with. And then I have my group of lawyer friends. There are all kinds of groups that you can be a part of. And a lot of the groups form naturally. But um, if you don't have those kinds of networks and connections, it's okay. You don't necessarily have to put the pressure on yourself to pick your girl group. You have the ability to allow someone else to choose for you. How do you allow someone else to choose for you? You make yourself available to the various girl groups that are out there. How about those professional groups? How about those sororities? How about those community groups where there are women already in place and there is already an open door for you to invite yourself into that particular group? Whether it's a girl group that you pick yourself or a group of women that is selected for you because you've availed yourself to a particular formal organization, I want you to keep in mind several things when you're thinking about the kind of girl group that you need to be successful. Now, whenever I give talks to women, um, I don't like to have to make people take notes. Um, I like to speak in acronyms so that hopefully it's easy for you to remember what we talked about and it's even easier for you to implement um, what we talked about in your day-to-day -day life. So what acronym do I have for you to encourage you uh, to become a member of a girl group? It is the word group. The word group is an acronym. I want you to think of the word group as a means of determining what kind of group you need and whether or not you're actually already a part of the right group. So let's get started. The word group is our acronym. The first letter G. G stands for growth. Now, the girl group that you are part of, the girl group that you connect yourself with, needs to be a group in which you can see yourself growing. This group needs to offer an opportunity for you to have positive influence to, grow, to, to actually grow. There's nothing wrong with having a group of friends that you all just go shopping or you just all go hang out or you know you all just sit together in church maybe. Nothing wrong with that. But I want you ladies to think a little more critically about the women you are surrounding yourself with. Does that group or even individuals within the group, do they offer you positive influence? If you are pursuing particular career goals, let me tell you, you don't need um, a group of people or individuals who are going to speak negatively about the things uh, that you want to pursue. You don't need to surround yourself by people who um, are going to judge you because they feel like you have a dream that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, after all, some of the most amazing 
history makers and female history makers are people who had what seemed like harebrained ideas at one time or another, but really they were just unique ideas that landed them a unique place in the history of our world. So you want to make sure that the women that you are surrounding yourself with are women who offer positive influence and opportunity for you to grow. That's our first letter, G. The second letter, R, stands for retreat. The group of women that are going to be most helpful for you are going to be those women that offer you a safe place of refuge and retreat. It should be a stress-free zone that is created within this particular girl group, which you feel comfortable operating in. As women, we still have barriers that we are facing. We still are trying to make our mark in this world. Unfortunately, we are still trying to achieve equal pay um, in the workplace amongst so many other pursuits we have. That means that when we're out in the world, we're out in the hustle and bustle. We have to be on. We have to be sharp. We have to give so much of ourselves. But when we are with our girl groups, we should have the opportunity to just lay back, um, relax, not feel stressed, not feel judged, and that hopefully within the confines of your group, there's opportunity for you to recharge from the individuals around you. Your group should be a group, yes, that you give to, but also a group that helps you to recharge and refuel so you can go back into the world and continue to pursue your particular goals in the way that you desire to pursue them. My girl group needs to offer an opportunity to grow. It needs to be a place of retreat. And then the O stands for openness. You must be a part of a girl group that represents individuals and personalities that are open. This is particularly important if you are part of girl groups that um, you've been a part of for years. I can tell you that I am not the same woman that I was in college. I'm not the woman that I was 20 years ago in high school. I'm not the woman that I was five years ago. Time and living have changed me. Experience have changed me. And so I need to make sure that the girl groups that are most sacred to me, that I'm spending the most time with, are open-minded groups of individuals. Now, there are some things about me that haven't changed. Um, over the 20 years, Um, the importance of my relationship to God, um, integrity, honesty, generosity, those types of characteristics in my life really haven't changed much over time. They may have grown more, but um, the character and nature of them has essentially been the same. But there are other parts of me that have grown tremendously. Um, yes, uh, B, thank you so much. I, I I always like to talk in acronyms so that it's easy for you all to remember the substance of what we talked about. 
Because we are women that are growing and changing and having experiences that build us up, we need to be surrounded by open-minded people. Open-minded people who will exercise wise judgment and wisdom in giving us feedback about our experiences and not just women who are um, limited in vision and only willing to look at situations in one particular way. We need um, bonds that will grow and stretch with us as we grow and stretch in our particular life experience. Life changes. So we need groups that can change with us and add value and wisdom as we continue along our journey. The U, uh, the U in group stands for uniformity. Now, uh, this is a very important issue for us women to deal with. When it comes to uniformity, what I'm referring to is the fact that the group should be uniform in terms of value, meaning every member of the group has equal value. There's no favoritism. There's especially no competition. Those are things that we don't want inside our girl groups. We want to be able to value one another um, equally, no matter even if there are individuals who have been um, in the group for a shorter period of time or a longer period of time, everyone should have equal footing. I can tell you that I have recently had to really check myself on this uniformity issue, thinking a lot about the fact that, um, you know, you've heard the saying, no new friends, meaning, hey, the girls that I've been friends with for 20 years, hey, that's my core group. That's my girl group. I'm rocking with them. And it is true that that core group of women is still very important to me. But the Tanya that you see before you now is one who's open to allowing other individuals into our girl group and giving them equal value as individuals who's, who've been in my circle for 20 years because I recognize as I'm changing, my needs are changing. Um, my experience and perspective are changing. And there may be individuals on this earth who I have never met that can have a valuable impact on the experience that I'm having at this point in my life. So I would say that um, especially if you are uh, if the girl group that you are attaching yourself to is a part of an organization, to not just cling tightly to those members of the organization that you've known for the past year or two or five years, but be open um, to individuals who you haven't known as long. I can also tell you that um, I'm, I'm grateful, so grateful that I have a group of girlfriends that I've been friends with for 30 years. And um, I love them so much. Um, There's so many things that we talk about and we share about. Um, but in 2018, I met um, a, another friend. Her name is Erica, who is just an amazing, amazing woman. She has such insight um, and just a beautiful heart of God and intelligence and wisdom and tenacity. And I could go on and on and on and on and on. I don't think I had 
met a more valuable friend um, than her in the past decade, maybe two decades of my life. But in 2018, <clears throat> God saw fit to connect me with this new friend who I placed such high value on um, and reaped such benefits from the relationship that it feels as if we two have been friends for 30 years. And so I think that it probably would not have happened had I been closed-minded and just set in my ways and thinking about the fact that, hey, um, yeah, all, my old friends are the only ones that I want to have and that I need, but I would have missed out on such a beautiful blessing. So I want you to think about how you can um, apply a sense of uniformity in terms of value to the women who are in your girl group. And then finally, the letter P stands for power. One of my favorite scriptures in Deuteronomy 32 says that one can chase a thousand, but two can ch chase 10,000. If that is the truth, how much more power could be multiplied within a group of women? If one can chase a thousand, two can chase 10,000, how many could your girl group chase? I want you to think about your girl group being an ultimate source of power for you, power to help you pursue your wildest dreams, power to help you show up in this earth as the best version of yourself, the version that God created you to be. We don't happen, our success doesn't happen in a vacuum. God created us all to need one another. We have need for one another. We have use for one another. And that is um, a valuable component for you to consider in putting together your girl groups. So I hope this has been helpful in helping you understand and see the value of girl groups. I want you to remember to keep in mind that your girl group should add value to your pursuit of career success. Your group should offer growth. It should offer retreat. It should offer openness. It should offer uniformity and it should help you stand up in power. If you are a woman who is looking to connect with an amazing girl group, I invite you into my tribe. You can find me at powerandpearlsboutique.com. I want you to go to the homepage, scroll down to the bottom so that you can join my email list and you are going to be a part of my community. One of the reasons why I created powerandpearlsboutique.com is because God gave me this vision. He gave me clarity of understanding that the pearl is the jewel that has always represented the high worth and value of a woman. It is a jewel which when a woman walks into the room with pearls on, you look at her differently. You automatically um, ascribe value to her. Pearls are a way in which we show up in this world and display our value, but it's also a way for us to identify those other women who themselves have value 
who themselves think of themselves with such confidence that they have the nerve to wear pearls. I am grateful that God gave me this revelation. And one of the ways in which I connect with other women and connect other women together is through powerandpearlsboutique.com. There is community amongst us. There is inspiration and there is growth and opportunity. So I want to invite you to connect with me in my community, not only uh, for your pearl accessory needs as a career woman, but as well for you to be a part of some amazing things um, that are brewing up within this group. Um, I, um, in the past, have done several trainings uh, for career development. Um, I've really spent time specializing in helping women acquire strong salary negotiation skills. And that is something that I'm going to be offering to my tribe of women in the coming weeks. So I invite you, connect with me. If there's advice, that additional advice that you may need about how to connect with girl groups, you can reach me at powerandpearlsboutique.com. Um, even if you think that there's a connection that we have, um, Frida Collins is with us tonight and she is an amazing um, woman that I've connected with. And um, I'm glad is now part of my tribe um, and look forward to um, us really building stronger bonds. Thank you so much, Frida, for being with us tonight. And of course, the amazing Charvette Mitchell um, is just a tremendous <laughs> blessing to us, to this audience. And I am so grateful to be a part of her community and tribe. And I'm looking forward to us continuing to move together in power, supporting one another. Wow. I mean, this was so amazing. The comments are coming in from all over. Again, uh, for those that may not know, I am wearing uh, a piece of uh, of her collection, uh, powerandpearlsboutique.com. But certainly listening to Tanya, you can hear she has so much uh, that she offers and brings to the world. And so thank you for that acronym. Thank you. Um, one of the reasons why I'm hosting a, a retreat this year versus a conference is the R, you know, within that group that you talked about is about retreating. And so thank you. I think this is a conversation that we don't have enough um, as uh, we're building careers, building, uh, you know, entrepreneurship. So thank you for having this conversation and for being uh, one of our speakers on day two. I'm excited about it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an enjoyable evening. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. I am telling you, let's keep it moving. Our second speaker is ready in the virtual studio. Again, thank you for those um, that are, are checking this out live and you're here with us in the summit. Go ahead and comment. Let us know. Throw up hearts. Let us know uh, what you are, are receiving and how you are connecting with what is being spoken. Uh, again, those that are in the Coaching with Vet community, that community is tailored around entrepreneurship and those that are moving in that direction, but we decided to offer a retreat that would speak to the whole woman. And so that's why all of these different topics are all about the whole woman. So uh, coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up right now, Dr. Tamara Diaz is joining us on the virtual stage. Hello, Dr. D, as we affectionately call you. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, we are so excited to have you. Listen, um, I want to I wanna get out of the way, but tell um, the audience and those that are here for the summit a little bit about yourself. 
Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. I am what people in the entrepreneur field may call a double agent. And that means that in the daytime, I have a nine to five. I lead as an executive in the C-suite. I've been an executive for almost six years in the education field. And of course, I am also the owner and principal consultant of TWD Coaching and Consulting, where we empower and support women in their leadership journeys in the marketplace and beyond. All right. All right. Wonderful. So we are ready for your topic, affirming your authority, how to own your expertise as an entrepreneur. And I will leave the stage and you can take it away. Wonderful. Well, thank you again to the fabulous, awesome Charvette Mitchell for having me. You all are here, so I don't need to tell you how fabulous she is. You already know. Um, so it's just an honor just to be here with you and share with you this evening. Um, so first of all, happy Women's History Month. Happy International Women's Day, ladies. Give me some shout outs in the chat. Um, it's Women's Day. It's a day for us. Let's champion ourselves. Let's champion each other. Of course, tonight I'm going to talk about how you can affirm and own your expertise as an entrepreneur. But perhaps you're also watching this thinking, maybe I don't really consider myself an entrepreneur if you are a leader in any capacity. And I just believe that leadership is influence. And we all have influence, whether that is in our nine to fives, whether that is in our businesses, whether that is in the home as a wife, mother, sister, colleague, friend, we all have influence and we are all leaders. So how do we own that expertise and authority in whatever space we have been privileged to lead in and serve? All right, I'm gonna give you a quote because it's International Women's Day, so I gotta give you a quote from a woman that I, admi I admire so much. And you all know her, she is the fabulous, Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. And Beyonce said, we need to reshape our own perception of how we view ourselves. We have to step up as women and take the lead. And even if you are not familiar with Beyonce's catalog, you know the name, It's a house. she's a household name. She has built her brand around being a fabulous performer, singer, actress. I mean, she does it all. And part of that has been her confidence and her ability to step out. And as she says in one of her songs, she bets on herself. At the end of the day, she bets on who she is and her talents. And I began to think about what if we all could channel that? What if we all could be channel that inner Beyonce just a little bit more and bet on ourselves? So hopefully, by the end of this talk, you are jumping and leaping and you're like, listen, Dr. D, I am ready. Before you can even, before Charvette even hits end the conversation, you are already inspired and propelled to take action in whatever space you have been given to lead. All right. So today, of course, I shared, I'm going to be talking about how you can own your expertise. But let me just share a little bit. Many of us have faced struggles in our various capacities that we've been called to lead. You heard me say earlier, I'm a double agent, so I lead in my nine to five and I'm a business owner. So I want you to think about it. Have you ever said or thought any of these things? There's no way I can do this. There's just so many more qualified people out there. I could never be as good as him or her. They have so much more experience than I do. Do I even belong here? I feel so out of place. This is not my element. Or perhaps you said nothing at all. Maybe just the thought of taking action on your goals or your dreams kept you from doing anything at all. So you just gave yourself a quick mental no 
shut it all down and you didn't do anything at all. Sis, believe me, you are not alone. I have been there. And I'm sure that other people who are viewing can join you in that conversation. We have all been in spaces where we have allowed our worries, our fears, our doubts, that inner voice in our head to tell us, you can't do that, girl. Go sit down somewhere. We've all been there. And because, you know, I have a doctorate, I'm going to drop a statistic for you. Because if you're somebody who says you need numbers, don't worry. Dr. D got you. I'm going to give you some numbers. A study found that 75% of women leaders face imposter syndrome each day. So just breaking that down, if you're in a group of 10 women, at least seven of y'all are struggling with imposter syndrome. So if you're wondering what imposter syndrome is, it is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. And in fact, many question whether they're deserving of accolades at all. So I already know some of y'all are nodding. You probably wrote that down. You're probably thinking, I'm gonna go back and watch this later because that definition alone, you can relate to. You, you've been there. I know I have been there. And Charvette mentioned that she works with high achieving women. So when you think about the people who doubt themselves the most, they're not even people who sit around all day and don't do anything. You know, these are accomplished individuals. And even with their track record and accomplishments are wondering, am I good enough? Another study found that over 50% of women in leadership roles are thinking about quitting right now. So again, if we're in a group of 10 women, five of them are thinking, I can't do this. I need to quit. I don't even deserve this title anymore. I'm going to go away. And chances are you may be in that 50. And if you're not in the 50 now, then you've probably been in that 50 in the past. You've been in a space where you just thought, I'm going to quit. I can't even do this anymore. And your own fears and doubts about whether you should be there kept you from moving forward and blocked you from being successful. So we've all been in places where we've been scared to own our greatness. But I'm telling you right now, that stops today. It is 6.38 p.m. Eastern time. We are done with that. We, In fact, let's leave it. We are not moving forward beyond International Women's Day with you owning, without you owning your skills, without you owning your talents, without you affirming every single thing that you have been gifted with. It's done. We're leaving it at 638. At 639, we're moving into something different. So go ahead, drop it off and don't pick it back up. All right. I am telling you that whatever it is that you want to do, you want to own a six-figure business. You want to level up in your branding. You want to expand your network and bring more people in. You want to reach out to that mentor who you admire so much and, and ask, can you mentor me? Whatever that it is for you, you can do it. And I'm going to share a few tips with you today on how I approach this in my own life. So you're like, well, listen, Dr. D, what you say sounds nice. It sounds real cute. But in actuality, how do I make it happen? I have an educator background and I'm not going to leave you alone. I promise I'm going to give you some tips. All right. Tip number one, get clear on your strengths. And what you're going to do is that means very clearly get clear on what you are good at. Where are you strong? What do you do well in your life? And so many people might say, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know that I've never taken a strengths assessment. I've never taken a quiz. How do I know? Chances are you have folks in your life who have told you, oh, girl, I don't know how you do that. I could never figure that out. How did you do that so easily? That takes me 
10, 12 hours to do. How do you just get up there and do what you do? I don't know how you have the capacity to do that. Maybe people have connected with you because you have an ability to be in a group and just bring harmony. Maybe you are the peace in the midst of, of storms and people just lean on you when, when things are chaotic. Those are all strengths. And I think far too often, especially as women and even the most high achieving women who tend to be very humble and modest, doubt themselves. When people tell you, you do things well, make note of that. And if you're not sure, ask a friend, send a couple text messages out, make a couple phone calls and say, hey, I'm just curious, what do you think I do well? And you'd be surprised how many people will point out things in you that you may not even see yourselves. And more importantly, they may point out facts about you that you might not even think are worthy enough of being strengths. And what I'm here to tell you is that there is something that you do well that nobody else does. It's why it's your gift. And even if you do it well, say you, say you feel like I'm great at networking. You can put me in a room and I network. Even if you're in a room with 30 other people who network well, none of them do it like you do. None of them approach it the way that you approach it. So you network in a way that is unique to you in a way that can open you up to others. So tip number one was get clear on your strengths. Get clear on what they are. And if you're not sure, check in with some friends, family members, colleagues, and, and ask for their feedback. Number two, we got to do the flip side of that. We got to know where we need to grow. And I don't like to say weaknesses because I feel like that word can be a little overwhelming sometimes. A lot of people hear weaknesses and we kind of hold our breath a little bit like, well, let me brace myself for the criticism. But I really want you to think about where you can grow. These are all opportunities for growth. So you know about my work life, but I'm a huge believer in preserving my health, taking care of myself. And in that, I'm a three-time half marathoner. So anybody knows that setting out to run 13.1 miles is not something that most people can get up and do just in the morning, waking up going, you know what? I think I'm run 13 miles today. I'm gonna go for it. I had to get a training plan to get me there. And within that training plan, I had to be very clear on what I was not doing so well, because in order for me to be successful on race day, I had to first understand I'm not going to be successful two months from now when the race happens, if I'm not clear on where I need to grow and how I need to be better. And so those are what we call our blind spots. They're there. It doesn't mean that you're any less qualified. It doesn't mean that you're less of a person. It doesn't mean that you're less than worthy of the accomplishments you have. It simply means that you have opportunities to grow and be better. So getting clear on where we need to grow is really what I like to call the cheat code, because once we're aware of it, we then walk into any space knowing it. We can own it. I know that there's things I don't do well. I'm not a very good, not very good with numbers, never really have been. So when it comes to accounting and managing finances for my business, I am happily ready to outsource that to a CPA who has the accounting background and the finance background to help me. Does that mean that I'm a, a, a worse leader? No, because now that I know that that's where I need to grow and it may not be a strength for me, I can then tap into my network and bring somebody in to support me. So again, when we know where we need to grow, that gives us all the freedom to then look in, in our circle of influence and say, if I know I need to grow in these three ways, who can I then bring in to help me and support me in this growth? Who's an expert as something that I need to grow? So then you have that exchange. You have your strengths and you're helping someone else. And then you have other folks in your network who are strong and can pour into your areas of growth. All right, my next tip. 
protect your time. And I know for some of y'all, you might be wives, mothers, you might be caring for your parents. You may be on a board of directors. You own your businesses. You got a lot of things going on. But ladies, we have to protect our time. And that sometimes looks like saying no. A lot of us need to say no more often. And I always like to tell people, I tell my clients, you don't want to say yes to everything. You want to reserve saying yes when it is your best yes. See, when we just say yes to everything, we start saying yes to stuff that we don't even want to do. So how much less does that fuel us? You, you know when you're doing something that engages you and it's, it's part of your passion, your reaction and who you show up to be in that space is completely different than when you say yes to stuff that you really don't want to be there. And think about the things that you've said yes to that you really didn't want to do and you potentially blocked somebody else who could have been a much better fit from that opportunity. See, a lot of times we say yes thinking, I'm the only one that can do this. But a lot of times there's other people who have expertise in that field and we're out here just throwing around yes, while somebody else who's much more passionate and equipped might be a better fit for that. So protect your time. What can you say no to? How can you save your yeses? And then what does your calendar look like? I always say, if it's not on the calendar, it's not gonna happen. So how are you scheduling yourself in an effective way? Are you scheduling breaks? Are you scheduling time off? So often we think that if we pack our calendars, that makes us successful. A burnt out you is not a successful you. So you want to make sure that you are being intentional about scheduling in that rest for yourself. My next tip, update your brag sheet. If you don't brag on yourself, who will? Are you waiting for somebody else to acknowledge the work you do and acknowledge your accomplishments when you could acknowledge them yourself? And for me, I actually update my brag sheet quarterly. So we are approaching almost the end of quarter one at the end of March. So I'm going to go through and update my own personal brag sheet. And for me, I have a little folder on my desktop and I, I add in emails when people when people email me and say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That talk you gave was so impactful. Thank you so much for you know helping us with this project that we were working on. I keep track of all of those because that really allows me at the end of each quarter to say, wait, here's what I'm doing. Here's, what I'm, here's the accomplishments. Here's the strides that I'm making. Here's the progress that I'm making. And again, as an educator, I always believe if you can't change what you don't track, if you don't track it, it can't grow. So it's important for me as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as an executive, that I be in a space where I know here's what I am doing well. And of course, so often we can be in spaces where we may not be in the highest point of our lives. We may find ourselves stressed out, overwhelmed. And those are the times where we become most critical and we start to feel like I haven't done anything. We start to compare ourselves to other people. And before I compare myself to anyone, I go right back to that brag sheet and I remind myself, no, 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 no. Here, here's what you've done. Here's all the things that you took note of over the past few months that you are doing well. And so whether you choose to do it monthly, some people may choose if you have more time, you do it weekly. Make sure you are keeping track of those accomplishments that you make along the way. And then my last tip, we need to adopt a growth mindset. We got to adopt a growth mindset. 
embrace this journey that you're on as an opportunity to grow. You cannot own your expertise if you are always feeling like I have to know everything and I have to be perfect in all that I do. Reframe some of those mistakes as learning opportunities. I think about when I launched a program about a year and a half ago, I launched an online course. And y'all, I'm gonna be honest, it did not go the way I thought it was gonna go. I didn't get nearly as many women enrolled in it as I'd hoped. And for a few days, I kind of sat back and thought, maybe I shouldn't do this. I think I'm just gonna hang my head up and I'm just gonna call it quits. And then after a while, I started to think, if I sit in this long enough, I am going to block myself from fully operating in my gifts. There is somebody out there that needs access to what I'm sharing. And I'm gonna let this one learning opportunity keep me from moving forward. We're not doing that anymore. Remember, I said we had to leave all of that at 638 and it's already 648. So it's been 10 minutes since we've embraced this new mindset. We've gotta adopt a growth mindset where we are open to learning, where we accept the fact that we are not perfect and that is okay. We don't have to be perfect. To be successful in whatever role that we are in doesn't require perfection, but it does require us to understand that we need to be making some kind of forward progress. We may not reach all of our goals at the same time. We may have to readjust our timeline, but the goal is to keep moving forward and to keep making progress. And if we stay stuck in our feelings long enough, we won't take action at all. We'll allow ourselves to then adopt that story as who we are. And then we forget about all those strengths that we just identified. We forget about the brag sheet that we just worked on because we're so fixed in the present moment that we don't acknowledge, wait, I can still grow. There's still space for me to grow and be better. And it's okay for me to learn. I don't have to know it all. And you're, you don't need to know it all. The goal is that if you don't know it, you be open to learning it. I've worked with so many executives who say, they would rather take some they would rather hire someone on their team who may not meet all the job qualifications but is open to growing and learning than have somebody who may check off every single box but joins the team as a know-it-all and tells everybody that they don't need to learn anything else they've already become accomplished and you know they're just going to stay where they're at and what how powerful is that that we have fortune 500 executives saying I would rather take a growth mindset individual who is missing a couple of things on my list versus somebody who checks every box perfectly, but comes into my company and my organization without any desire to grow and any desire to be better. So it's really important that as you move forward in your businesses, as entrepreneurs, as leaders in whatever capacity you, you're in right now, that you own that opportunity to grow and to learn more. All right, so summarizing, because I know some of y'all might have come in late. The teacher in me is going to go back and, and, get, and review all, all five tips for you. So my first one was get clear on your strengths. Know what you're good at and be able to articulate that. The second is know where you need to grow. Be aware of your blind spots, because once we're aware of how and where we need to grow, we can then create a roadmap for how to supplement those areas. The third is that we are going to protect our time. Time is our most valuable asset. So whether we refine our calendar, whether we say no a little bit more often, we are going to protect the time that we have, understanding that it is so valuable to us. Number four, we're going to update our brag sheets. We're going to look back through those emails where people have praised our work, where people have thanked us for supporting them and showing up for them. 
We're going to look back over those awards and recognitions that we may have been given in over the past few months. And we're going to set a time to do this consistently. So again, I update my brag sheet quarterly. Do yours at whatever a pace and a timing works well for you, but be consistent when you do it. And then number five, adopt a growth mindset. We are not perfect. We are not striving for perfection. We are simply aiming to be better than we were yesterday. And we are all open to learning and reframing mistakes and things that pop up along the way as learning experiences and opportunities. And again, I already know that all of y'all have what it takes. You wouldn't be on this on this, on this this uh, video with us live. You wouldn't be watching it later as a replay if you didn't have what it, you, you didn't already have it in you. And again, I've already told you, if nobody else has said it, Dr. D has fully given you permission from this point forward to walk in everything that you are talented at, to walk in those skills, to do it in a way that you are unashamed and you own all of the things that you are qualified to do. And because we are aware of those blind spots, we're aware of how we need to grow. Those aren't going to keep us from moving forward. We don't need to be worried about the things that we aren't good at anymore. Why? Because that's fine. We don't have to be good at everything. But now that we're aware, we can begin to frame our journey and bring people in and expand our networks so that we can supplement those areas of growth to really maximize our full effectiveness. All right. So if you enjoyed tonight's talk and you are looking to work with me one on one, if you are like, Dr. D, I got I didn't get enough. I need more. I got you because, again, I'm here for you, sis. I'm not going to leave you alone. If you want to work on any one of the areas that I mentioned today. So if you're thinking I I want to work on my strengths, I'm not sure about my areas of growth. You want to work on your growth mindset. If any of those five tips are where you want to grow, then you want to book a power hour session with me. We'll spend an hour together. We'll deep dive into a specific area to propel you forward. For the next 48 hours, though, just for y'all, these sessions are priced at a special rate. It is $100 cheaper than what it normally is. I created this just for y'all. So if you are watching this video, you have 48 hours to get on my calendar and book this so that we can move you forward. Again, we're taking action. We're leaving all the ums, the hesitation, the doubts, the fear. We left that at 6.38 p.m. So now it's 6.54. So we're, we're already in our, in our new being and our new selves, and we're ready to take action. So again, visit that link, tamradias.com slash power hour. Book your session. My calendar is open. And again, this rate will increase in 48 hours. So you can still book after that, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you a little bit more coinage than today. All right. Thank you all so much for joining me this evening. It has been a true pleasure and honor to share with you, to be on this stage alongside um, the fabulous Charvette Mitchell. Um, it's an honor to just be associated with her. Thank you all for listening and joining. And I hope this was beneficial for you. Absolutely. It was. Oh, my goodness. You say your best. Yes. Oh, I love so many, so many nuggets. From the first session to this session, uh, I know that those that are watching at whatever point they came in, they're like, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to need to hear this again. I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to re rehear this again." Uh, and so we will have this. Keep this up. Listen, I just want to capture one of my good girlfriends. So to tie this together, uh, Tanya Sloan's uh, talked about girl group. This is Lisa is one of my girl 
girl groups uh, in my girl group. And she's like, you've been stepping on her toes for the last 20 minutes. All right. All right. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. We, she's going she's gonna to get off of your toes. But um, again, such powerful information, um, what we don't track. We don't, you know, all of the things that you said were just, um, just phenomenal. So thank you so much for sharing in our Women's History uh, Month. A lot of loves come, still coming through in the comments everywhere. So uh, for all of our speakers, I'm going to bring Tanya back up on the stage. I'm going to bring, like, I'm giving her a warning. I'm going to bring Tanya back up on the stage. <laughs> Um, to close us out. All right. Everyone is here. So phenomenal job for both uh, both ladies. And uh, thank you for pouring into the audience and really sharing um, in any final words that anyone wants to share or say. Absolutely. You know, um, this is Women's History Month where we're celebrating the achievements that we have made as women. Take this as an opportunity to connect with the new system. You never know how a new sister can help you reach a goal that you have on your agenda. You have nothing to lose. Just go for it. All right. Just go for it. Just go for it. Thank you again, ladies, for being with us for session two, day two. Uh, we're going to keep up with you and uh, wishing much more continued success for both of your businesses and your endeavors. All right. All right. Thank you again for being here with us. If you if you just came in or if you're like, I, I just found out about this. I'm Charvette Mitchell, the host of this Women's History Month Summit. I'm a marketing coach and marketing strategist, and we are just uh, excited and honored that you are getting something out of this. I see the comments all across where we are broadcasting the summit, and so we are, are grateful for you. We do want to shout out one more time. The uh, sponsor for this session uh, is Radiant Course Bundles. And so it's me and 26 other consultants, creatives, coaches that have pulled together e-courses, templates, uh, all the things uh, for $99. It is like, it is absolutely crazy. $99, a total value if you bought everything separately would be over $5,000. So um, they are a sponsor of this particular session. So you can jump over to uh, bit.ly slash course bundles 2022. So there you have it. There you have it. Shout out to them. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back for another another session, session three, uh, and make sure you invite a friend and let them know where you where you watched and where you listen and invite them there. All right, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Have an amazing rest of your day. And all of the women that are watching, you are amazing. And this is all for you and about you. Bye. <laughs>